0: Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and today we're being joined by a fellow podcaster uh, for the host of the Hoteliers podcast. That's Christian Lipinski. He is also the guy that runs the iMeet Hotel, which is a global industry event connecting hoteliers to the future of hospitality, providing audiences with the keys to higher revenue and a customer loyalty approach through insightful conferences. And he also um, runs the hospitality partnerships at Bidroom. So we're going to be talking uh, really a a lot about sort of the events and the role of events uh, when it comes to procurement, purchasing, uh, better connecting with the industry, um, and um, also uh, how you can potentially get involved and 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 be part of these collaborations particularly in the hotel technology sector so christian thank you very much uh for joining me today back from a holiday in tenerife um how are things
1: oh perfect uh, thanks for having me ryan i know uh we've been we've been talking with each other for quite a while for the last couple of years so it's a it's a pleasure uh to be on here and uh, i love the work that you're doing
0: thank you very much. I mean, I was um, very much watching all of these, I mean, hotel events that were happening pre uh, the pandemic and I was uh, gearing myself up to the uh, attend the next that was due to happen, I think, around the April or May in 2020 and then suddenly boom, yeah. everything stopped. Um, uh, luckily, you know, I've been involved with you guys and uh, your uh, web conferences that you've been hosting, so you kept the ball rolling, you kept the energy going throughout that time. Um, but then I also I just discovered another one thing, you know, we've had to alternate a, a lot of what we've been doing. You and I are kind of alternative travelers as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we've both yeah. got campers.
1: Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, I for me, it was due to the pandemic as well. You know, you're not able to fly and go uh, experience and travel as much. So I thought, okay, what, what, what am I going to do now? You know, I want to go and explore. I still want to travel. So, yeah, I invested in uh, a crazy 1991 Land Rover Discovery 1 that's been chopped in half and turned into a camper. And that's the only way I want to go traveling now. It's just something unique about it of having a small little house on wheels and being able to go anywhere and and still be able to travel.
0: Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I'm converting my VW caddy at the moment. Should be ready uh, for the middle of spring. And that's it. Off I go. And I can't wait to hit Europe. Definitely can't. And yep. uh, as you say, I, I hope to be um, passing by you. We'll um, yeah. meet up somewhere and we can do yeah, one well, of these let's... shows in real life, right? Oh, that'd
1: be great. I mean, from from the from the road, you know, uh podcast on the
0: road. I think that'd be an excellent thing to do. So for sure,
1: I'll keep my equipment in the truck. So we'll meet somewhere and we'll we'll do round two of this.
0: I mean that's the thing about a you know a digital professional right it's the fact that you can actually pack things up in a small bag and you can go anywhere and you just connect or disconnect um right. depends on you know what and how you're feeling at a time um and and you know what was that sort of you went through that moment of really sort of turning everything virtual um what do you feel is the sentiment currently around the need for maybe in-person events uh and, and meeting with with real people again?
1: Yeah. So just like the camper van, um, you know, the virtual events were born from the pandemic. You know, people still wanted to meet. People still wanted uh, to get information about the industry or updates or whatever it may be. So the whole virtual thing, uh, just like the van and buying that is, was because people still need to be able to have that connection. And, you know, with the virtual events, you know, I w- I'm a live event guy, you know, and I produce live events. So, That's this like for many other event producers are like, oh, no, what do we do now? You know, am I out of a job because I can't do a live event? Uh, And so the virtual events were born out of that. And then there was quite a bit of success because people still have that intrinsic, you know, want to connect with each other. Um, And, you know, now that the world's opening up a little bit more, uh, restrictions are a lot lower. Um, people are able to meet and, you know, I've been to a few events, live events myself, like WTM in London and, but they're still not as full as they could be. So there's still, I, I would say there's still two camps of people. I think there's still the people like me who want to meet other people, have a beer, or a glass of wine after the event and network and build relationships. And then there's people that love this way of life of just being able to open up a computer uh, and do what they need to do instead of traveling everywhere, getting hotel rooms or whatnot. Um, so I think there's still going to be those two, two camps. And I think there's still going to be an audience for virtual events. Um, and this is where I think maybe with a lot of events, they need to start looking at hybrid events where they have a, uh, a virtual or a live broadcasted version for the people that don't want to travel that still want to get that, that info
0: yeah no it's an interesting one because uh like you like you I've been going to a lot of these um physical events over the last six months and it's been phenomenal I don't know about you but I felt such a different air a different atmosphere really around the connection that you're getting with people it really is you know wanting to better understand where you're coming from understand how you can help um really addressing the problems and the challenges and people seem to have their priorities in order or they seem to have priorities now um rather than sort of just chasing random goals which is like a really nice uh, sort of way to have have a conversation and and build such deeper relationships and as you say there's this need as well for companies to balance that sort of work life uh balance the the, the well-being um, of people people who do and do do not want to travel um what do you think the value people are looking for from an event uh, i don't know from a sellers or buyers because you work with both mm-hmm.
1: Sure. And I think uh, you know, you mentioned something there that they're looking for something a little bit more uh straightforward. They're not kind of just floating around at these events. They have more of a an intention to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's that's something that um, you know, we as event producers really need to look at is what are the values that we are delivering and then how do we attract those people? Because people are traveling with more intent uh when they go to an event. There, there's a reason they're going not just to go to WTM to walk around and and see the different things they want to go meet uh, the dmos because now they have a a direction they want to go they want to sell a product or they want to buy a product so the intent is is needs to be a lot more clear and that needs to be communicated Um, you know of course something unique people also you know they uh, they want to go somewhere not just kind of sit in a theater style uh, and watch a conference. You know, those were the days of the old. They want more interaction because they feel that their time is a lot more precious now. Um, so they need to get something from that. But as well, we we as people, we don't like to be sold to. You know, and we know <laughs> yeah. the old salesman's pitch, you know, where you're just sitting there and you're shaking your head. You're like, this guy's just trying to you know, jam something on my throat. And really, I don't, I don't want that. What I'm looking for is I'm looking for education. I'm looking for content. I'm looking for, am I learning something there? Can I learn something from the speaker uh, without them trying to sell me a product? And I think this is the angles that we need to really look at more is how do we, you know, provide this information and this content where they don't need to buy X, Y, Z, that they can learn from what I'm saying. And, you know, this also what I've seen is when you do it that way, the conversions are a lot better because then people are saying, this guy's not trying to sell me something. I'm getting information, content and education about it. And now I know a bit more. And then actually what they're saying is quite interesting.
0: Oh, I concur. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, what, that's where I've got most most value out of working with people and people working with myself is where you are sort of, you know, addressing a problem then and there rather than, you know, selling your wares. Right. Um, because in, until you know how it fits, um, how are you going to know it's a, it's the right thing for you? Um, and, you know, you know, I think, you know, inter- interestingly, um, when you talk about sort of the approach to events is quite different. Um, I'm actually going to be attending um, the Focusrite uh, conference um, that's in Europe. Um, are you going to be there?
1: Uh, I, I won't be there, but I'm sure one of our team uh, will be there. Um, we'll have you know. to
0: make sure you hook us up there. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the crazy thing is, you know, they say, you know, uh, book your accommodation. They're only allowing you to book accommodation for the nights of the conference, And the conference is on a Monday and Tuesday. And you're thinking, hold on a second, but I'm going to go on a Saturday. Can I not book from a Saturday to a Wednesday? And it's, yeah. it's sort of like missing that trick, even from yep. you know one of the most innovating events within the industry around hospitality yep. and travel is missing that particular trick. And another event I went to last year where I was just sat in, a, in, in, a, in rows and rows and rows of people watching a conference like I could have done at home on my computer. And as yep. you say, um, it's that value. What are you walking away with? And how much time do you get to actually interact with people to be able to have those conversations conversations that you've not been able to have online because right. it, you are we are limited by the types of conversations we can have because we're being recorded
1: yep no no i and i i totally agree i mean that's 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 the thing is that you know there's you know the in-person stuff will never be replaced and we as people will never you know will always you know earn to do that so yeah i totally agree with you
0: so i mean you've done a lot of work really around collaboration for your events and it's one of the reasons why you set up the i meet hotel brand in the first place uh, that you didn't really want it to be a branded event it really needed to be looking at how the industry as a whole can work together to improve um, hoteliers lives um, so could you give us some examples of that value that you've seen um, and uh, ways that you, you are seeing other companies sort of build collaboration within the industry.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think this is this is one thing that you you have to do, especially with these kinds of uh, event brands or, you know, the industry, the world's actually a lot smaller than I thought when I got into, I mean, hotel and bid room here that I thought, okay, hospitality is a huge industry. But then, you know, as I've been going on LinkedIn, I see that Everybody kind of knows everybody already. Even there's one person I meet that's uh, working at a, a BNB technology company. I'm like, oh, you know, this is maybe interesting. And I look and then we have all these mutual, you know, contacts. So collaboration is huge. I mean, I think, uh, you know, finding like-minded companies that are, you know, kind of on the same line as you Um I don't think you're able to do much of anything unless you're ready to establish brand that's been around for decades. If if you're not, collaboration is really the only way to go. You can you know buy adwords and advertising marketing, but people are looking for brands that they trust, and so collaborating with ready known brands uh, one boost our credibility, saying oh they're working with so and so so you know, we know them from, you know, X, Y, Z. And so let's, let's, let's go check them out. And so over the last couple of years, this is what we've been doing is collaborating quite a bit with different uh, providers, uh, software providers, or, um, you know, hotel A's. And now we've built a reputation that IME Hotel is a reliable content creation brand, educational brand that we're able to now find other brands that want to collaborate with us because they want to do the same thing that we were doing. Um, you know, for example, the podcast. We we were just doing the webinars and we decided the podcast because you know people are looking for more content. And so uh, you know, you were the first person I spoke to because I know you're doing your podcast, and I had tons of questions. I didn't know what I was doing with podcasts. So, you know, I, I rang you up, we had a chat about it, and you know, from then, like, you know, because of that, now we have a podcast that we've been running for over a year now. Um, and it started at you know from somebody I knew in the industry that was doing it and doing a really good job at it so I figured okay ask those questions and then now look at us here today uh, recording this uh, and this is just again you know birth from that relationship of way back I meet hotel when we had you at one of our first webinars we did so uh, collaboration is huge and it's important I think uh, you know people need to take a look at that and see see how they can make those relationships grow um, but as well as not all take You know, it's got to be a balance and collaboration.
0: It's crazy isn't it um, how, how how things pan out and how time takes it, it, it evolves things in, in so many different ways and uh, it's, it's been in it's been fascinating watching you got you as a brand sort of build and diversify the way that you are providing that content um, particularly responding um, to to the challenges that you had um, and I'm assuming that you've got some events that are going to be coming up uh, for 2022 in order to help uh, facilitate more of this collaboration because you know i certainly am one that's keen to come along and actually meet you finally in person um and have a proper drink and a proper chat um so uh what 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 can we look forward to um from the program for 2022
1: sure so uh as i mentioned you know i'm a live event guy uh, and so the webinars and things and podcasts all came out of pandemic but now that the doors are opening up uh and speaking of collaboration Uh, Our next event, live event that we are shooting for is in Prague in April. Um, And with the collaboration side, you know, Bidroom, we got properties in in Prague, but Hotel Time Solutions, which are based out of Prague, they know everybody in Prague. So we are collaborating with them to produce events. They're doing communications for us. They're gathering up all the hotel A's for us so we can produce a really good event uh, there. Uh, So that is april um you know more details to come out soon here within the next week or so so if you are in the Prague area um you will get invites shortly uh, if not of course we're doing everything virtually so the event will also be broadcast so that means if you rather stay at home and watch it uh from the, from the uk there and see all our speakers we got some really really good speakers lined up as well um but i uh That is on the list. And then we hope to continue doing live events. But, of course, we are also going to continue doing our virtual uh, content and webinars. Uh, And we have another one coming up March 17th about sustainability.
0: So, I mean, when it comes to defining your program and identifying your speakers, you know, for you, education is very important. How do you define um, education, particularly within the hotel sector, and and why is it so important now?
1: Well, we do with 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 Bidroom. We have a partnership with the Swiss Hotel Management School. So every year we do a collaboration with them of doing an event. Um, but I this last last uh, event in November, I was invited to the school to watch them do the event and take part of it and me I wasn't properly educated in hospitality i have a degree in media design um and so there's so many things that i'm still learning every day that these students are getting through these proper education channels uh which you know when you're young going to university getting those things kind of sets you off on the right path but university uh education is not the only place you can get the information to make yourself a, a better professional i mean there's so many things online um, if you don't you know if, if, you, if you stop learning, then you become obsolete. Everything's changing so much every day, so going to these webinars, getting content online, listening to the podcast, with um, you know topics or things that interest you, uh, just opens you up to a whole lot of new things. And really, and like I said, with the podcasts and the webinars, I didn't come from a hospitality industry uh, career, and I just got into it when I started with Bidroom. And the things that I've learned just from these kinds of exchanges or doing these webinars, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's taken me beyond and beyond and being able to do podcasts and know what I'm talking about when it comes to hospitality, which, you know, a couple of years ago, I would have no idea, no clue.
0: I completely get you I mean you know when I look at sort of like 15 years of being in the hotel environment and uh, or working within the hotel industry and seeing the technologies that have come along that have really changed uh, the entire way that hotels operate so the way that guests engage with the hotel and uh, you know from from our side as consumers you know the smartphone over the last 10 years has you know brought a whole new host of challenges but also opportunities for both guests and for hoteliers that if I reflect then on my own media career and look At where i was 20 years ago and it's a type of editing that i was doing for audio in a way that you had to record any sort of audio program you know there was no mp3 files they didn't they were they sort of existed as wav files um but there was no real way to be able to extract those um i first started doing podcasting in 2006 i mean in those days you were able to actually get the stream out there, but no one really had a way of being able to access the podcast on demand like you have today. Um, now, I remember it would take me a good two, three hours to make a podcast. Now, you know, it, you can sort of quickly turn it around so fast because that technology is available. Marketing is automated. Um, so, I guess, you know, there, there's, the hoteliers, there's that need to continue to learn, to continue to see what opportunities are out there and to understand how that technology can make their lives better to uh, be able to achieve the things that they want to achieve it because you know like us we we have to keep pushing the boundaries
1: yep 100 percent. i mean uh like i said if if you stop learning then you become obsolete yourself and you know the road just keeps going without you so um, you know, trying to soak up as much valuable content. And again, that's that's the other key thing with, uh, with this content creation, these webinars, podcasts, is you're producing something that is valuable, not wasting somebody's time. Uh, so I think it's really important that, uh, you know, you put value to these things.
0: Now, one final question for you here, Christian, uh, be very interested to, to learn from a bit more from you. Um, and, and for our listeners here is, you know, measuring engagement, and how do you identify the type of content that really makes impacts? Or, you know, how, how do, what sort of KPIs do you sort of look at that sort of says to you, okay, yeah, you know, this is making the inroads that um, I, I, what I need to meet my objectives?
1: Sure, I, I think there's there's two points on there uh, engagement. I mean, it, there's a lot of questions on what what engagement is and what you're looking for, uh, and how you want to engage. Are you looking for views or listens? Are you looking for conversions? If you're you know a product owner or something like this, um, is it live viewers or is it YouTube count post post event? Um, so you know when you have that clue of what you're looking at and how you want to engage people, it may change the content that you're creating. Uh, but a lot with, I mean, hotel is, like I said, it's a, it's a event brand from Bidroom and Bidroom is, you know, an online travel community. Uh, and we got thousands and tens of thousands of properties and I think 3 million rooms that we have available on Bidroom. Um, and so we got a lot of hotel A's that we talk to all the time and we know what their struggles are and we listen to what they are. Uh, and we find out what is the most important thing that's affecting them in their business. And we try to wrap our content around those concerns and we find, you know, dedicated speakers that can speak on those things or cover those different issues. So I think uh, a lot of it is just listening and then uh, hearing what's out there and then trying to fill those voids with the content that we create.
0: Wonderful. Thank you very much, Christian. Well, it's brilliant. Absolutely fantastic to speak with you today. Um, And I look forward to meeting you with you in person again. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah that's going to be great. Maybe with the vans and at the events uh, we will we'll see but I look forward to it as well Ryan.
0: That sounds like we need to do an outside broadcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> next, next podcast. We're going to do it uh you know from the road somewhere so I really look forward to that. Uh, I think that's going to be a great episode and we can talk about our struggles uh you know you know uh, cars breaking down whatever and we'll we'll give some tips and tricks on how to travel
0: uh via campers. Indeed. I like the sound of that. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon, buddy.
1: Thanks, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me and uh, always appreciate it.
0: So that was Christian Lipitsky uh, from iMeet Hotel. Check out their events uh, on their website. They'll be posted shortly or follow their um, their profiles on LinkedIn or social media. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Don't forget to check out our new season of Hoteliers Voice, where we speak to hotels about their technology stacks, digital- digitalization, and procurement choices. This has been a production of Haynes Markoms. Thank you for listening. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Markoms digital marketing agency production, serving the travel and technology industries.